0: Okay, Top Tribe, remember every Monday I give one of you a hundred bucks to invest in your idea to help get it to the top. To enter, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove it. Again, that's Nathan to 33444 to prove it. Last week's winner was Mike Sherbakov. Mike runs his own internet business. He's doing between 100 and 500 k per year. He's a blogger, author, and influencer, building his business listening to the top. Okay, top tribe. Good morning to all of you guys. You're going to enjoy our guest today. Many of you may know him. Some of you may not. His name is Jay Baer, and he's the world's most retweeted person among digital marketers. He's a renowned business strategist, keynote speaker, and the New York Times best-selling author of five books who travels the world and helps business people get and keep more customers. Jay's advised more than 700 companies since 1994, including Caterpillar, Nike, Allstate, the United Nations, and 32 of the Fortune 500. He's currently the founder of Convince and Convert, a strategy consulting firm that helps prominent companies gain and keep more customers through the smart intersection of technology, social media, and customer service. His convince and convert media division owns the world's number one content marketing blog, the world's top marketing podcast, and many other education resource, resources for business owners and executives. And this is my favorite part, folks. He's the creator of five multimillion dollar companies. He's an active venture capitalist and technology advisor, as well as an avid tequila collector and certified barbecue judge. Jay, are you ready to take us to the top?
1: I am ready to go to the top. I was promised there would be tequila and barbecue on this show. I feel let down, but Nathan, I know you're good for it. I took two
0: shots. You're behind.
1: Oh man. (laughs) I did not get that memo.
0: Jay, I'm excited to have you on, man. You have your fingers in so many things, speaking books, podcasting the blog in terms of revenue and success, which is the number one channel you're focused on?
1: Um, so so Convince and Convert, my company actually has uh, three lines of business that are of almost equal size, Nathan, and that's not unintentional, right? So the speaking side is about a third. The sponsorship side, which is um, corporate sponsors, we have 21 corporate sponsors of our media. Uh, we have six weekly podcasts now, et cetera, et cetera. That's about a third. And then the consulting side is about a third. Right now, as we're as we're recording this today, what I'm spending most of my time personally uh, promoting and selling is my new book, Hug Your Haters. And so lots and lots of, of book selling. Shenanigans going on right now.
0: So as of today, the book is ranked, I think, number two hundred seventy nine thousand paid in the Kindle store. Is this? Is it only published to be a Kindle, or is there a hard copy as well?
1: No, no, hard copy. The book is out to March first, and so the way this works is that this is my fifth book as you mentioned my introduction um as as you probably know amazon is kind of a a killer for bestseller lists because amazon ships books out as soon as they hit the warehouse even if it's before the book is actually released so uh having done this a few times in the past what i'm doing is having as many people as possible buy the book from me directly at hugyourhaters.com and we sold now as of five minutes ago ten thousand one hundred and fifty-five books directly uh the book doesn't come out for a month so now i can batch all those orders i can decide whether Orders get fulfilled, and that makes it much better for bestseller list purposes uh, to do it that way. When we get to actual release date, then I'll say, please go buy it from Amazon because I don't have to deal with it at that point. But until release date, I actually don't want you to buy it from Amazon.
0: Interesting. You know, we've had so many great authors on. Jay Popazon and Gary Keller came on in episode mm-hmm. thirty-six and talked about the one thing. Lots of bestsellers on. Everyone seems to have a different strategy. So, you know, your the interesting thing about your strategy, and I've seen a few other folks do this, like Shankman. But you've got your hug your haters the, the website set up almost like a Kickstarter campaign where there's kind of prizes for levels. Break down the psychology there and how that relates to revenue.
1: Well, I mean, so so you could buy the book from Amazon. You could probably buy from Amazon a couple bucks cheaper than you could buy it from me. I will ship it for free, and it's only nineteen ninety nine or something like that. Um, but but I want people to not just buy one book. I want them to buy three, five, ten, twenty five, 25, 50, a thousand books. And so you know the way you're going to make that work is to sweeten the pot. And so there's lots of different bonuses in there. Exclusive Facebook groups. There's I love haters socks. You can get a webinar with me. Uh, you know one on one calls with me. All those kind of things. Um, I, I did that a little bit in my last book uh, utility not, not quite as, as well on the Kickstarter side. Uh, but it is, uh, it's a very, it's a very effective tactic and putting those bonuses together, you know, who did it really well recently, a good friend of mine, Michael Port, um, executed on that strategy very well. And so I borrowed some of his principles as well.
0: And I believe oh, his book was, uh, uh, book yourself solid or speaking
1: uh, his, his, his most recent one is steal the show.
0: Steal the show. Yep. 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 He was actually on in episode 116 and kind of broke down, uh, how we, how we rock and roll with that one. But this is, this this is valuable. Um, I want to go ahead and repeat the link real quick, Jay, so people can kind of study this. Hug your haters.
1: Hug, uh, hug your haters.com.
0: Perfect. Let's go into something that I think you're uniquely kind of different about. You know, people launch books all the time. You're doing it in a unique way. But 21 corporate sponsors. This Mm -hmm. is a model I don't hear a lot. I'd say maybe the the person that maybe is doing this closest to you might be a guy like Jason Dorsey, who I know works with a lot of corporations. Why did you decide to go that route instead of just sticking direct to consumers?
1: let me just uh, give a big what's up to Jason Dorsey. He and I are in a very, very close uh, four man mastermind together. He's one of my very best friends uh, and a fantastic guy and a, in a damn genius. That guy is brilliant. Uh, he's brilliant. Like you're brilliant. And, um, It's a little different. So, so Jason works with a lot of companies to, to produce co-branded research. You know, look, you have heard a million times and we have all heard a million times that every company is a media company. Mm -hmm. I actually take that advice to heart. So I used to have a blog. It was Jay's blog. And then it became not just my blog. We had other people write. And then it became a digital magazine. And now we have 4 million people a year on our blog. Uh, We do 312 podcasts a year. Uh, we do 630 blog posts a year. We've got webinars, we've got live videos, we've got all these things. And so over time, we email of course, I realized that my company and I are good at connecting primarily marketing technology companies to their future customers. And so that's our role. So we create content, we we deliver uh, audience to corporate sponsors, and then we charge uh, corporate sponsors to be a part of it. And it's been a really effective uh, piece for us and something that I've, I've done a lot of workshops on because you're right, most people don't do it that way.
0: So Let's, let's break down with the podcast, and can you actually tell me about a corporate sponsor that paid to sponsor one sure. of the shows and kind of why they did it?
1: Sure. So um, here's a good example. We're starting a brand new show, launches next week, called Influencer Pros. Influencer Pros um, is co-hosted by Heidi Sullivan from Cision, if you know that brand, uh, and co-hosted by Todd Cameron from Tap Influence, which is an influencer marketplace. So we charge each of those uh, companies uh, a monthly fee to be the sponsor and the host of the show. What's the monthly uh, fee, Jay? Uh, for each sponsor for that show, it's three grand a month.
0: Okay, so they're they're essentially paying because they're actually hosting it and then you're going to be the marketing agent behind it.
1: Yep. We produce it. Our team produces it. Does all the tech, all the back end, and then we do all the the marketing. So we also have another host, uh, I should say, another sponsor, not a host. So so for shows like that, for all of our podcasts, essentially, we'll launch them um, if if our annualized revenue is you know eighty to a hundred thousand dollars, and we use that revenue produ- to produce the show and market the show. Uh, and again, it it's a win win win, right? It's a it's great content for the audience. Everybody wants to know about influencer marketing. It's a great opportunity to showcase the the intelligence of people who work at those brands, and obviously. obviously, Obviously, uh, we get paid and we get more content
0: and outside of, so each individual host in this particular show, it's called influencer pros launching next week is paying three grand. So six grand, it sounds like per month you're you're coming out at around 72 ish or something like that for the year. Are you monetizing the podcast any other way besides having the hosts pay to host
1: it? We have other sponsors who are not hosts. So they're on there as well.
0: And and how do those work? Do you do the traditional kind of Alex Bloomberg Gimlet model or is it something different?
1: They, they, it's the same model as a host. You're just not on the mic.
0: Oh, in other words, in the middle of a show, are we going to hear, okay, cutting to a 30 second pre roll, or is it branded placement inside the whole show?
1: Usually we do. It depends on the podcast. So we have six shows now and it it really is a host preference, but most of the time the way we do it is the host reads it. So let me just take a second here to tell you about our sponsor this week, uh, which is Exuberance, which is the other sponsor of that show. Exuberance is an unbelievable uh, tool that helps you identify and activate your true advocates in any kind of company, B2B, B2C, uh, and then the host will go back into the show. So we don't do recorded drops very often. I just think it's more powerful, more persuasive if the host does the read live.
0: Got it. Okay, so it's a read live, but it, it wouldn't be something like on our show, we'll have someone that, you know, is selling a lot on Shopify, come on and share their story. And they happen at some point to mention they use Shopify to do that Shopify loves that you're not necessarily doing that you're just having the host read maybe a, a three or four sentence blurb about exuberance. Exactly. Got yep. it. Got it. Okay. And give us a sense of the size of this, this particular portion of your three prong business of the podcasting just by itself. You've got six shows. It sounds like you said you don't do it unless it's at 80 to hundred K uh, per year per show. Is it, so is it fair to say you're doing about 600 K per year just on the podcasting business?
1: Um, well, cause a couple of them are brand new, so they're not all ramped up at that level, but I would say I haven't actually run it as straight podcast, broken out podcasts themselves, probably 500K.
0: Okay, great. And then let's switch over to some of the speaking stuff. I've seen you on stage many, many times. Lots of folks, obviously, learning from some of the tactics you're doing. I saw something very interesting you did with Jason Keith. You actually hosted and emceed one of the Social Fresh events. Yeah. I imagine yeah. again, you're a guy that's a sharp business guy. You don't do stuff like that for free. How does that kind of relationship work?
1: Well, for, for Jason, I do. Like there's, there's <laughs> about there's about three people there's about three people in the world that I'll do free gigs for. He you bought know, you a tequila, right? Right. Jason, uh, Joe Palizzi at content marketing world and, and, uh, and Mike Stelsner, who I know, you know, uh, intimately from the Facebooks. Um, and, and so those, uh, those three guys, um, have been really you know, great Jay, to me. Mike, Michael's and a big
0: fan of mine right now.
1: I know he is. Um, <laughs> and, and so, uh, I know he is. So all three of those guys have, uh, have really helped build my career and have been very, very good to me and I trust them implicitly. So, uh, each year, uh, and, a, and a lot of speakers do this actually, each year I say, look, I'm going to do three to five free gigs, uh, and those guys typically get, um, you know, one of those slots. Um, uh, but when I do other MC stuff and I do a lot of of corporate MC work now, mostly for big tech companies, I do a lot of work for IBM. I do a lot of work for Oracle, folks like that, where I will MC their big uh, customer show. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's, you know, there's real money in that. And there needs to be, though, because the MC gig is hard, right? Because yeah. you're doing it all day and there's all kinds of practices and walkthroughs and prep. Uh, it is a ton. Of, it is way more work than just uh, walking in and doing a keynote.
0: So Twitter user handle at John Head tweeted, OK, IBM at Jay Baer as host was one of the best decisions you made for the at IBM Connect 2014. Well done. What does IBM pay you to host an event like that or MC of an event like that?
1: Uh, I think we usually charge and I don't do a lot of those negotiations. I actually have somebody, it was one of the things that, that my speaking mentors have taught me is that if you're a speaker, uh, at a certain level, you don't negotiate your own stuff because it, it just sort of brings you down into the muck. And so you're like, look, get a, get somebody who can be bad cop on your team to negotiate. And so I do that. Um, but I think when we do that kind of MC stuff, um, you know, for a three day gig like that, it might be 75 grand like
0: that. And, and tell us how you structure that relationship with the bad cop do you use you know national speakers association or you went down and hired someone full-time on your team no, to do we it actually all?
1: have a yeah we have a biz dev person on our team who does all of that uh all that kind of work with ah. us. so when we when things come inbound we like to jay to come speak at whatever i email back immediately i'm really big on that and say hey i'm super fired up um thanks i hope we can do it the date is free i'm gonna have you talk to kim and my team kim takes care of our most important relationships she'll be in touch asap to talk about options she takes it from there uh and then when it closes then i get back involved
0: Got it. Very good. And do you remember the, Jay, how did you, I imagine it was somewhere around 1994, your first paid speaking gig. Do you remember how you landed that?
1: My first paid speaking gig. Jeez. I have to think about that. I don't even, wow. Let me ponder that for a second. I'm not even certain. I know what my first paid speaking gig was. Let
0: me ask it differently than the story is always best, but we've got folks listening right now that are going, I see these folks keynote. I think I'd be great at it, but how the heck do I get into my first free gig? Nobody wants to pay me. What would your advice be to them?
1: Well, the the best advice in the speaking business is sounds ridiculous, uh, but it's so true, which is the more you speak, the more you speak. Um, because if you're good, if you're good, everybody in every audience is a potential client someday. It may not be tomorrow. In fact, there's people coming to me all the time and say, I saw you speak five years ago at like whatever conference. And now I got promoted twice. And now I'm in charge of the speakers for annual conference. And I want you that uh, happens. Nathan. Wow. That happens all the time. Wow. I mean, like all the time. And so you have to realize that, that, that every speech is actually business development for you, which is why speakers who are good, um, they they end up growing their business geometrically because the more you speak, the more you speak. It's the same business as the music business. I've written about this in the past. You start off playing for free, and then you start off playing for beer, and then you're doing your buddy's fraternity party in the basement or whatever, and then it's a hundred bucks, and then it's five hundred bucks, and then 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 it's a ladder. What I what frustrates me is most people who say I could be a professional speaker, you probably could, but you don't have the patience, yeah, right? And yeah. it's it's like a thirty five rung ladder. Right. I mean, you know, every year I increase my fees a little bit to the point where, Hey, now you're making real money, but that wasn't overnight. It took years and years and years. Um, and the other thing that I will tell you, the big difference between people who do keynotes and people who don't, who do workshops and things like that, which can pay, but usually not a lot is that, and my friend, Scott Stratton, who you probably know um, is the one who really helped me with this principle. Is he an marketing
0: stri- Jay? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: And I really, he's an amazing speaker Uh, and I really struggled with this um, earlier in my career and he really helped me. He said, look, the thing is keynote speakers have the confidence to talk about one thing for an hour, but talk about it in five different ways workshop speakers who don't get paid very much feel the need to talk about five different things Hmm. and they overstuff their presentations with content and and you're like well if i'm going to get paid i feel like i got to tell you everything i know and that's actually the exact opposite of what you should do
0: oh wow big big takeaway there so so put a put a kind of ribbon on this part of of your business you're doing mcs and you're doing keynotes over the span of a year how many of these will you do how many events total in 2015 call it
1: uh Live events? Uh between fifty and sixty. And I'll do probably twenty-five to thirty uh webinars on top of that.
0: Okay, so call it eighty to eighty-five events, either virtual or in person. And total speaking yeah. wise, uh what is that about again, five hundred to six hundred grand per year?
1: No, it's uh it's probably uh one point it's about a million dollar business.
0: Okay, now we know people have to go through obviously you're a bad cop to do this, but you said you like to increase your speaking fee kind of each, each year. What range are you in now, twenty sixteen?
1: Uh, for live events, uh, between twenty and twenty-five grand.
0: Okay, and is, like that, that. is it more? It's obviously is it less for virtual?
1: Oh, yeah, it's less for virtual because I don't have to get on a plane. And so, and and the average the average per event fee will be less this year, uh, because the book comes out. And, and ah. so the deal is when the book comes out, you take. <laughs> you take deals you wouldn't normally take. It's like, well, if you buy 500 books, yep. um, then I'm more interested in coming. Um, when you don't have a book out, then you, you, you stick to the rate card. At least you should. Uh, but when you have a book out and you got to move books and you start taking some deals that ordinarily you'd say no to. So my average uh, fee per speech this year will be less than it was last year. Uh, but, hopefully in 2017 will be higher than it was in 2015
0: well top tribe there you have it Jay is laying it down barbecue tequila and all this is episode 197 if you guys want to go on Stitcher and SoundCloud to re-listen or grab the show notes Jay before we get to my favorite part of the show if people want to connect with you personally online where can they do that
1: Uh, the best site for that is jaybear.com B as in boy AER you can find me on Twitter you can find me on Facebook slash the real Jay Bear uh, Snapchat Instagram etc etc
0: Okay, Top Tribe, many of you have asked me, how do I get my site going so fast and so cheaply? Well, I use Hostgator. Specifically, they've got 4,500 templates, they've got a free e commerce plugin, and quite frankly, I blow the heck. Out of their support, 24-7 support, which I love. It's ideal for WordPress. Okay, and they've got a free website builder, all right? Now, I've worked out a great deal for you guys that you can grab right now and jump in at HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. There you guys have it. All right, Jay, it is time for my favorite part of the show. My heart is beating. My coffee is going down. Let me ask you, do you know what time it is?
1: Uh, what time is it? Come on.
0: It was such a political answer. It's time for the famous five. Jay, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Number one, besides your own money, many bestsellers, what's your favorite business book?
1: You know, I love the book different uh, by young me moon. She is the head of the business school uh, at Harvard. Terrific book didn't get nearly enough acclaim. It's all about differentiation uh, in competitive business categories. It's terrific. It's a very different kind of uh, book structure. Uh, I really like it. Take a look at it. It's called different
0: number two. Is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now?
1: Uh, I always follow my friend Gary Vaynerchuk because he is so adept at how he moves um, horizontally between channels, uh, and so I learn a lot from him. He's been very good to me over the years. We've known each other uh, for a long, long time, since before anybody knew either one of us. Uh, I also am a big fan of what um, what Elon Musk does and how he kind of puts a, puts a goal out there uh, and then lets everybody come to that goal uh, and, and sort of not not afraid to to give voice to the big hairy ideas.
0: Number three, Jay, is there a favorite online tool you have like Evernote?
1: Um, you know, As a technology investor, I'm, a, I'm an angel in a lot of really great technology. Uh, I'd probably be remiss if I didn't mention mention Buffer, and I was one of the very first investors in Buffer. I love those guys, a fantastic tool, and love the progress of the company. Uh, right now, I'm loving a tool called Sigster, uh, S-I-G-S-T-R, uh, and Sigster allows you to automatically add graphical um, files below your signature. So for example, if you've got a new webinar coming up or you want to promote your show, Nathan, each episode, Sigster will automatically rotate those graph through in your sig file kind of turns your signature file and email into uh into inventory for promotion it's pretty slick
0: did you get in on that deal too are you an angel
1: i am i am indirectly an angel i'm i'm part of a, uh, a vc fund um that has a position in six so
0: oh, a limited partner in one of them yeah okay cool number yep. four uh jay real quick remind everyone how old are you today
1: i am 46 years old and what's
0: your situation married single kids
1: Married two kids, 17 and 14.
0: Wow. Okay. So here's the big question. Yes or no. Are you getting eight hours of sleep every night?
1: it depends. I, I need a lot of sleep. I wish I didn't like there's people. Well, Gary's a good example. There's others, you know, who can really rock it at like five, six hours. And I'm like, God, I wish I was that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would get, so I'd have a whole nother company if I could live on five or six hours uh, of sleep, but I really need a lot. I, I really need, you know, approximately eight. when I'm on the road though, I almost never get eight because you're flying back and forth and I always have early, I'm almost always the first speaker, like sort of the breakfast guy. And so sound checks at seven, yep. right. Which means, you know, you're up at six, you know, and, <laughs> And it's uh, and so when I'm on the road, almost never at home. I try to. Okay. We just got a new puppy. We just got a new puppy like three days ago. So three kids. So, <laughs> so yeah. So the eight hours may be may be a, a thing of the past because this here's what I've discovered: puppy shit all the time, like all the time, man. Like, Not constantly. on your schedule. Not on your schedule. Not on my schedule. On whatever schedule. It's ridiculous.
0: The, the next best selling book is "When the Dog Shits" by Jay Bear. Uh, right, you
1: know Alex. what, I should write a book about that.
0: <laughs> Last question, Jay. What do you, take us back 20 or so years, what do you wish the 20 year old Jay Bayer
1: knew? Oh, you know, I was so impatient. <laughs> I, quit a, I quit a job once, I, I just didn't have patience. I quit a job once uh, because my boss got promoted uh, out of the region and the new guy who came in uh, was not a good boss. And like two months later, I'm like, I quit, I can't work for this guy. And then of course, two weeks after I quit, that guy got fired. Right. I just didn't understand. I didn't understand the real rhythms of business. And I think frankly, that's one of my biggest challenges with most entrepreneurs is that they want it right now. They're like, Hey, I've been working. Gary's talked about this too. Hey, I've been doing this for six months. How come I'm not famous yet? And it's like, bro, like get back to me in 10 years, right? Like put (laughs) real time into this and then complain. Uh, And I just didn't really have that perspective when I was a a young person and nobody does really.
0: Top Tribe, there you haven't. One of the most patient folks you ever meet from going from nothing to now today, three lines of business, podcasting, doing over 500 grand a year, speaking over 1.2 million and a whole nother content business. Jay Bear, thank you for taking us to
1: the top. Nathan, fantastic to be with you. You bet.
0: Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning and don't forget, Before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.